Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. What makes you feel happy? Right now, if you could have anything in the world that would make you feel happy, what would it be? I know for me right now, the sun is setting and I feel happy because I had a good day. Uh, My son and I were hanging out together and even though he's sick, he's nobody told him that he's sick apparently because he's very much in a good mood. And so it was a good day and that makes me feel happy. Something else that would make me feel happy is if I were watching the sunset while on the beach, maybe with a margarita in hand. I miss the beach and traveling with all of the restrictions due to the pandemic. And so that's something that would make me feel happy. What makes you feel happy? What puts a smile on your face? What are the things that you can do to increase the happiness levels in your life? People often say, well, if I had more money, I would feel happy. Or if I lived in a mansion and I had uh, people who waited on me hand and foot, I would feel happy. If I did not have to work anymore, I would feel happy. But I think that one of the things that we don't realize is that happiness is an emotion. Happiness is not necessarily a state of being. It it is an emotion that exists on a spectrum with a whole host of other emotions. We feel a number of emotions just on a moment-to-moment basis, day-to-day, month-to-month, throughout our entire life. And I think that some people in the pursuit of happiness, they kind of get caught up in the idea that they can somehow create a life where they don't feel anything else but happy. And that is not realistic. Being human means experiencing a range of emotions, including happiness. So when you're wanting to create a happy life, that's one thing. And we can talk about that in a minute. But if you want to always be happy, that's unrealistic. Things happen. Unfortunately, we are living in 2020 where we've had a number of losses uh, that have affected us, whether directly or indirectly, and that impacts your emotional state. Uh, You may be driving down the road and somebody cuts you off, And that may make you angry or it may scare you. So in our life, we will experience emotions that range across this spectrum. But what is happiness? When we say I want to be happy 
or I want to have a happy life. What exactly is happiness? Well, let's get a little nerdy for a second. Please allow me to be a little nerdy for a second. And we can talk about the neurochemistry of happiness. When you feel happy, your brain is actually getting a whole bunch of chemicals flooding it that then cause you to feel what you call happiness. And those chemicals include serotonin. They also include oxytocin. So an example of oxytocin is that bond between a parent and their child or uh, that connection that you feel when you are close to someone that um, you love, whether it's a family member or a romantic relationship or a friendship. So oxytocin is another example. Uh, one of the other chemicals that you feel when you feel happy is GABA, and that is basically making you feel the opposite of anxious. It helps you to feel calm. Um, there are others involved like dopamine. Dopamine is that, uh, what we call that high. So when you think about an adrenaline rush, uh, and you think about doing things that are addictive. So for instance, some people like roller coaster rides. Dopamine is the chemical that um, is tied to seeking out pleasure. It is also um, related to doing things that get rewards. So dopamine on its extreme is tied to things like uh, drug use as well as gambling, there's that high that comes from it. So those are some examples of the neurochemicals involved in happiness. If you want to have a happy life, you can do several things to create that for yourself. So there is a whole entire a subspecialty of psychology called positive psychology. And that is the study of the strengths that make people and their environments thrive and continue to prosper. And one of the areas that is studied under positive psychology is the science of happiness. So if this is an area that is of interest to you, then look into positive psychology and there are a ton of books that have been written about happiness. Uh, and I'll include a few of them on the webpage for today's episode. So in general, happiness is just one of those positive emotions. And um, there are a number of things that we can do to make ourselves 
experience happiness. So finding things that are pleasurable, finding things that provide you with comfort. So right now, as I'm recording this, it's a little chilly. Uh, It's mid-October and we got a cold front come in and I am wrapped up in a blanket and that provides some comfort. Something as simple as that. Um, Experiences that make you feel grateful. So if you have a sense of gratitude for the things that you have in your life that you've been uh, granted in your life, that can leave you with a sense of fulfillment that produces happiness. And one of the ways that you can experience gratitude is by volunteering. If you volunteer and you help people who maybe don't have the things that you have, that's one way to then in turn experience gratitude for the things that you do have. You can very simply just make a list of the things that you're grateful for. Or at the beginning of the day, you can uh, acknowledge the things that you're grateful for. Sometimes at the end of the day, when I am winding down, I express gratitude to the universe for having um, been provided with food today and being able to do the things that I did. Having hope is also tied to happiness. Hope for your future, hope for a better world, uh, and inspiration. Seeking out things that inspire you, whether it is watching YouTube videos or TED Talks or listening to podcasts or reading books that are inspiring or Those are some of the ways that you can tap into those. And uh, when we look at the research that has been done around happiness, especially with the growth of the positive psychology movement, there is a lot that has been found. So people who are generally happier than experiencing other emotions, particularly the ones that we would consider negative emotions or people who have a lot of stress in their life, people who are happier tend to be healthier. And so, yes, it makes sense to want to have a happy life. And the thing is that our life circumstances may be working against us or we may feel that they're working against us. I don't have enough money. I have a bunch of debts. I am really stressed out. I have all of these responsibilities that I have to answer for. Uh, Whatever the case might be. Yes, that may be true for your life. However, there are things that are in your control and the pursuit of happiness or doing things that can bring happiness to your life, they don't have to cost anything uh, or they could cost very little. They don't have to take up a lot of your time. But I think that it's kind of like a muscle when you start working out 
or if you have like a, a gym routine or you start training for something, you basically learn how to strengthen those muscles. And being happy is like a muscle. If we do the things that create that feeling of happiness, and if we do them on a regular basis, like an exercise regime, then it will become second nature. And you will just naturally find yourself doing things that make you happy over time. So if you want to have a happy life, then I would encourage you to start figuring out how you can build some of these things into your daily routine, whether it's just five minutes or an hour or what have you, whatever works for you. Some of the research that I think is really important to mention, a lot of people think that money will bring happiness to their life. And the research shows that that is actually not the case. So I think that when people think that money can bring them happiness, I think that they're referring to the things that money can afford them. So whether it is that they like nice, expensive things, or they want to have experiences that cost a lot of money, like traveling, or they want to have luxury, like uh, an expensive car, or uh, live in an expensive home. That's what I think they're thinking of when they think of uh, money bringing happiness. It's the things that money can provide. But the research actually shows that money can only really make you feel any differently up to about $75,000. And the average salary in the United States right now is $50,000. So if you can somehow find a way to maybe work another job or something along those lines. And I've talked in other episodes about increasing your income. You can really kind of max out your happiness that comes from money at about 75000 And there are several people, a lot of professionals, who make more money than that. Does that mean that they are happy? No, it actually does not. In a lot of ways, you can uh, have more money and have just as many stresses, even if those stresses look differently. So genetically, we are wired to have a certain level of happiness, but our genetics do not answer for all of our happiness. So in your family, are your family members generally happy people or are they not? And if they're not, that means that you may not have come into this world fully wired up to be happy-go-lucky. Um, and that can be for a number of reasons. We have the experiences that we have because of our history. And our family histories may have just been very stressful. And that created a family line of people who have had to deal with a lot of negative experiences. And that is no fault of our own, 
but it just means that we need to be conscious of it and really bulk up on that happiness muscle since it may not necessarily come naturally to us. Uh, one of the other pieces of research that came out about happiness is that spending time with family and friends and having experiences are actually more effective ways to bring about that feeling of happiness. And when we think about um, our levels of happiness and trying to increase that, if you try too hard, you can actually hurt yourself. When you push yourself to create this utopia, which does not exist, what can then end up happening is that you may miss out on the things that are going on in the here and now, which you could be appreciating because you're so focused on the future. You can also spend a lot of money and or energy trying to create something that may not necessarily come and then you're out of that money and energy that you used up and also it can make people selfish uh, which is kind of counter to that feeling that we have when we're experiencing genuine happiness so that's just something to consider. Yes, there are ways to increase our happiness, but you don't want to try too hard, basically. So what are some of the things that you can do to experience more happiness in your life? So I talked about GABA being an anti-anxiety neurochemical one of the ways that we can create that is through things that bring about a sense of relaxation. So whether it is getting massages, doing yoga, meditating, and you don't have to try to meditate on your own, especially if you've never done it before. There are actually really helpful uh, videos on YouTube, um, audio on Spotify, I like the app um, Calm, and there are a couple of others that are out there that can help you with learning how to meditate. And um, that's so that's one way that we can increase the happiness in our life is by bringing more relaxation to our day. Uh, then there are other things that you can do. So dopamine, adrenaline. You can get that from high impact activities. So running, or if you think about it, you you've sometimes hear about the runner's high, and that's because it's creating those um, neurochemicals in the body just naturally. So that's another thing. I mentioned uh, volunteering. So that's one way that you can create the sense of gratitude that then results in um, feeling happy. 
you can also spend time with loved ones. So I mentioned the impact of um, spending time with family and friends and so on. That can also bring about feelings of happiness. You can go to your happy place. So for me, as much as I would love to be at the beach right now, but I am not, I can create that. And YouTube is actually an amazing place. You can go onto YouTube and you can put in ocean relaxation. And then I can just sit there and see the waves come in. And I can imagine the smell of the ocean and the sensation of having sand between my toes. And in a way, I would trick myself into thinking that I was at the beach by creating that experience. Uh, There are a number of apps that exist that are helpful for creating the feeling of happiness. I think one of them is called Happify, uh, and I'll include links in the webpage for today's episode. There are also quizzes that you can take. I'm very much into quizzes. I like them. Quizzes, surveys that um, can show you kind of what makes you happy. Uh, And those are available for free online. So for instance, there is the True Happiness Scale. And the University of Pennsylvania has its own positive psychology department, and their website is actually very helpful. So there are a number of things that you can find on there that can help as well. So I hope that this sheds light on the idea of happiness and things that you can do to increase the happiness in your life, but also remembering that happiness is not something that you can necessarily experience 24-7, but it is definitely something that you can increase on a day-to-day basis that can then bring a sense of well-being Uh, It can increase your health. And just in general, we can make the world a better place. So thank you for joining me today. Tune in every Monday and Friday. You can check out the website at healthywealthyroots.org. Join me on Instagram at healthywealthyroots.org and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember, our future grows from healthy, wealthy roots. On the next episode, I want to talk about courage. So many of the things that we think about or dream about doing in our lives require us to step out of our comfort zone and try something new. And doing that requires courage. For some people, they're very courageous and that comes naturally. 
But for other people, not so much. But courage is something that you can increase, kind of like happiness, like we talked about in this episode. And so next time, I'm going to talk about how to build up your courage. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.